Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. Podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health and find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Lift heavy, sleep, and repeat. We call that our life cycle. Made a shirt about it, and it rings true with who we are as a podcast and a group. We are fortunate enough to have partnered with a company who can help us achieve one of those three key elements. Some sleep. They have a keto-friendly version of their delicious sleep aid drink, and we're loving it. It's a lightly flavored, eight-ounce anti-energy drink. You drink it roughly 30 minutes before you're ready to go to sleep, and you'll feel it help you into a deep, restful, all-night sleep. It provides some helpful elements to do so, including magnesium, GABA, and melatonin. When combined, you have a powerful tool for getting the impactful sleep that you and I so frequently don't get in our technology-driven, fast-paced lives. You can find it at some retail stores, but you can also purchase it online and get it shipped to your door. When you do, use discount code TKMC10 and you'll not only be getting 10% off, but you'll be helping support the Keto Man's Club. You can find the link to their website by going to theketomansclub.com. We're thankful to Sam for partnering with us and we hope you'll benefit from the use of their product the way we have so far. Welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris. I'm one of your hosts. And as always, I'm joined by Berto and Jim. How's it going, Berto? It's going good. Got a little bit of wet weather here in central Texas for the first time in a while. Looks like it's cold out. Then you walk outside and realize it's 70 degrees, and yet I'm still wearing a hoodie. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the wet does something weird uh, to the air so that even if it's 60 or 70 degrees, you're, you're like, okay, I need a jacket of some sort. Just just something, um, if nothing else, to keep the, the wet off a little bit. Uh, this morning, it was so foggy um, that driving to church was like seeing about 10, maybe 15 feet in front of me. And that was it. <laughs> like, that that's all I had. So, yeah, it's uh, definitely one of those things that we uh, we don't get it often. But when we do, it, it it's interesting to uh, get to experience in, here in Texas. So, Jim, what's, what's going on with you? Uh, well, we had fog as well in Indiana today and then um, sleet on top of that. And what uh, you want to tick off an Indiana driver, don't turn your headlights on when it's foggy and sleety outside. Um, you'll get all kinds of uh, gestures your way that usually just involve one finger. But we won't do that visual for you today on the Keto Pants Club podcast. You're number one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Other than that, all is good. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, yeah. So um, kind of same as Berto, been been busy and, and enjoying yet at the same time seeing some of the, the, the temperature stuff um, 
you know, being being weird with the the wet and all that stuff. And it's been it's been good. It is uh, the end of week three of the carnivore keto cut again for me, and uh, that's going well so far. Um, I'm now beat my previous low by pound, so um, kind of on the other side of that wall that I've hit a couple times over. So hopefully uh, that will continue to go down and. Uh, I'll be good. Um, so yeah, um, eating carnivore has been easy as always for me. So that's not been a problem at all. Um, and that's good. Well, let's talk business real quickly. Uh, for our listeners, we want to make sure that you um, ha- know how to be able to connect with us. So you can connect with us uh, via our website, theketomansclub.com. You can also email us at ketomansclubpodcast at gmail.com or call or text 512-518-6161. So we're very connectable. All of our links to the Facebook groups, the uh, products that we like, our social media, everything is there at the website, theketomansclub.com. So uh, that takes care of that. Uh, Also, just to uh, a reminder, if you uh, like what you're hearing or think that the stories that are being shared on the episode are going to to benefit somebody else, please feel free to share that with with them so that we can try to get this in front of as many people that that it's going to to help and and impact as we go um, through uh, down the line. Uh, We we just want to get the good good news of keto out there as best as we can. So, uh, okay, so that's uh, quick and quick and easy business. Let's go into picks. Jim, let's start with you. So my shout out this week goes to Justin Apple, who, um, no surprise, lives in Texas. But that's not why I'm shouting out this week. Uh, He posted up actually last month, and I don't think we gave him some love on this, uh, since January of 2020 through the middle of December 2020, he lost um, 100 pounds. I I think he is a prison guard don't hold me to that but i think that's what he does for a living um just a huge transformation before and after and uh definitely looks like it took some years off him as well and uh he's got the belt that you know it looks like it wraps around his waist kind of thing from how many notches he's come down so uh justin apple from texas uh shout out of the week very cool berto i'm actually going with a group shout out uh, the one-on-ones group we were just talking about him uh kind of concerned that things were starting to slow down a little bit over there. Then all of a sudden, like the snap of a finger, that, that group just blew up a bunch of new guys, a bunch of new guys asking questions, posting stuff, pictures of food, uh, everything you could ask for. And uh, they seem to be taking to it quite well. So the whole one ones group, man, keep rocking. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to, my pick of the week is from the one one group, uh, Emmanuel Aversa. Uh, he uh, posted a couple before and after pictures and uh, just simply put, Enjoy the process. Consistency is key. And he's uh, didn't give any stats or anything like that. Um, actually, no, he did in the comments. He said, uh, started at 97 kilograms, and I am now 84. Uh, it took him about three and a half months to do that. So conversion-wise, we're probably talking 160 to 140, something like that. If I'm, I'm doing very, very fast, horrible head math there. So <laughs> could probably have that completely wrong. But... Um, 
but yeah, that's... You could have uh, just said he lost 10 kilograms. <laughs> yeah, 10, 15 kilograms, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it definitely some very good results. So good good on him. And uh, we're seeing that with a lot of our uh, one-on-one members are starting to see results. They've been around for a little while, and it's been fun to get to see um, some of those guys that are just getting started, really starting to win and, and all of that. Um any other club business that we need to attend to before we dig into our the story of our guest? Not to my knowledge, I don't think. Berto, anything for you? No, sir. Okay, very cool. Uh, did we mention that, that we hit 800 in 101? We did not. Okay. Um, but you just did. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, we... Um, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. So, uh, 101 Group has been growing, and uh, it, it's uh, now right at 800 as we're recording this right now, which is really quite, really great. Uh, we'll be hitting a, a, you know, our 1,000 members before, you know, who knows mm-hmm. how, how long. Probably probably not that long. So, it's uh, been great to see the growth that we're seeing there, and, and uh, not just in the numbers of the, the people, but also the growth in the members of it themselves. So, that's been great. Okay, well, let's get into the um, story of our guest, which kind of started out of a story from our guest. He uh, he he uh, shared um, a a post and a couple pictures uh, recently, and um, we are. I'll have it up here on the screen here for us. Um, it's rather long. We'll let you guys uh, that are that are watching and or listening view it. I'll try to get a, a link that you can use to to see it. But the pictures they tell a lot of of the story. You've got a guy it looks like at an amusement park maybe, um, and he's happy in both of them. But one he's significantly smaller than the other. It's uh, Josh Cofield. Uh, welcome to the show, Josh. Uh, welcome to. Um, uh, to the Q Man's Club podcast, so let's let's you know let's get get real. When you see uh, Mr. Iron Man here, w- what's your thoughts? Man, honestly, uh, it's embarrassing to look at. You know, um, I never I knew that I was big, but I, I had I never realized that I had gotten that big. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that day there, uh, changed my life forever. I love what you had written because you did write a lot, which makes it that much more awesome. But you said, other than being weight, I was always very healthy. You said no cholesterol issues, no blood pressure issues, uh, wasn't even close to being pre-diabetic or anything like that. You were just overweight. So you yeah. felt, you know, a year plus back or whatever that you could pretty much do anything that you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I, as I said in the post, you know, I was, I was always athletic growing up. My life pretty much revolved around sports, so I was always very active growing up. Um, as I graduated high school and things like that, you know, life kind of started slowing down. And, you know, but then uh, me and my wife got married and everything and, you know, marriage set in, family life set in. Uh, and so, you know, the pounds just kind of started adding up, you know, you get comfortable, kind of get complacent some and, uh, 
you know, but I was, again, I was always fairly healthy, you know, but as I started gaining weight, you know, my wife was saying things to me, my parents were saying things to me, you know, um, we have, you know, diabetes and, you know, high blood pressure and stuff like that kind of runs in my family. And so my parents was kind of concerned about it. And, you know, especially my mom, she was like, I want you to go get checked out. I guarantee you, you're diabetic, you know, all this other stuff, or you have high cholesterol, everything else. So I did, I went and got checked out. I went and had my labs drawn a few times. And I mean, everything always checked out fine. Blood pressure was always perfect. No cholesterol issues. Uh, blood pressure was never high or nothing like that. So, you know, I had gotten, obviously I was overweight, you know, and I knew that there was changes that needed to be made, but I was just honestly too lazy to fully commit to, to really doing it. And so at that point, my mind started trying to rationalize everything. And it was basically, I was just trying to fool myself into thinking that because you don't really have any health issues, you being overweight is just okay. And so it kind of, I guess that kind of got the, the snowball rolling. <laughs> so tell, tell us a little bit more about that moment because we, 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 people can read the, the post as well, but you know, talk, talk a little bit about what that, what it was that you were, you know, was it that you just saw the picture and was like the night bulb came on or, or tell us a little bit more about that. Honestly, I had not seen that picture until probably about three or four weeks ago. Okay. Um, my wife sent it to me and she was like, look at how much you've changed. Um, so yeah, like I had, I, I honestly had not seen that picture until about three or four weeks ago. But um, honestly, what really changed the whole situation was uh, we had booked this trip to Universal Studios in Florida and we get down there. I mean, it's like a, I mean, I've got three kids, so I'm in a family of five going all the way to Orlando, especially at Universal Studios. It can get kind of expensive. So, I mean, we spent like $4,000 to go down there, uh, staying at the resort there at the, you know, the amusement parks and everything. And uh, we get there very first day, very first day we're there, very first ride we go to get on. And like I said in the post, you know, my wife and the kids kind of get in this one cart because the carts don't stop. They're constantly moving. So people are getting off and more people are getting on. So they got pushed off to the one cart in front of me. I got pushed off to the one in the back, you know, by myself. And they had to stop the ride because the bar wouldn't come down far enough to lock. And, you know, there's hundreds of people in line behind me. You know, there's tons of people standing outside. And it was just the most embarrassing moment of my life, honestly. And, you know, I get off that ride and at this point, you know, I'm just, I'm embarrassed, but it still hadn't hit me just yet. And then we go to get on the next ride after that. And my kids start asking me to ride with them. And my insecurities kind of kicked in. And I was like, well, what if I get kicked off this ride too, because I'm too big. And at that point, I just kind of shut down. I was like, I'm not even going to ride anymore. You know, I'm just going to ride this vacation out, try to hurry up and get through it you know, and, and kind of be done with it. And, you know, when I seen the disappointment and the look on their face, you know, that was kind of the moment that said, all right, like this, this has got to change as soon as you get home. And so that's kind of where the, it's kind of where it all started. What was your routine before that time? Were you doing any kind, <clears throat> excuse me, of physical activity? Were you eating three meals a day, five meals a day? What were you doing? 
uh, I was I was never really a big breakfast person, so I wasn't really one to always stop and get breakfast on my way to work or anything like that. I know we kind of discussed this before, you know, the show started, but, you know, I work at a, a local credit union. I'm a loan officer, so I sit behind a desk all day. Um, so I'm, I don't have a physically demanding job other than outside of work. Both of my, uh, or all three of my kids, you know, play sports and stuff like that. And I used to coach both of my boys in baseball and football. So other than the hour and a half, two hours, we would be at football practice or baseball practice. That would be the most you know, exercise or physical activity that I would, that I would get in. Um, and as far as my eating habits go, I mean, like I said, I didn't really eat any breakfast or anything, but it was just a lot of Dr. Pepper, a lot of sweet tea. Um, Spoken you know, like a true Southern. I was getting ready to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Living in Alabama, you know, sweet tea is, uh, is the drink of choice around here. So, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of sweet tea, a lot of Dr. Peppers. It was a lot of fast food for lunch, uh, fast food for supper, a lot of snacking in between on just whatever was laying around and stuff, you know? And I mean, there would be times where I wouldn't even be hungry. I would just be bored and I would just go eat just because I had nothing else to do. And, um, uh, like I said earlier, you know, I mean, it was, I knew that I was overweight. I knew that I was big, but I didn't realize just how big I had truly gotten, you know, during that whole time. So so you go on vacation, obviously, like you said, this is kind of sticking with you. So, you know, you're, you're playing the dad role, doing what you got to do, but in your head, this has just yeah. got to be just like munching at the back of your brain. So, 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 you, me up. so you get home. What was, what was your step one? Honestly, as soon as we got home, um, this was just right before COVID kind of become a thing and kind of made its way over here. And I don't know for certain, but I'm almost positive that I ended up catching COVID the very week we got home. Uh, I woke up one morning, couldn't even hardly roll out of bed. Uh, I had to have my wife help me to the bathroom just to use the bathroom that morning. Um, and so... I was just, I was really sick for an entire week and I went to the doctor and stuff like that and, you know, tested negative for flu and for strep and everything. But, uh, once I finally started feeling better, I was, the very next week I was like, okay, we're gonna, you know, we've got to make it happen. And I kind of went back to the traditional diet that you're always taught in school and growing up and stuff is, you know, low fat, count your calories you know, things like that. And so that's kind of what I started out with. January the 13th of 2020 uh, was the day I started all of that. And I, I kind of did that for about a month, about four weeks. And I dropped about 20 pounds or so in that first month just from, you know, eating, watching what I was eating, not eating so much and everything. And then after that, um, my brother had actually done keto for years prior uh, to this whole deal. And uh, I kind of was talking to him and I was like, look, man, with the life that I live, you know, having three kids that are very active in sports and we're always gone. Um, I mean, there's in a normal, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, I would leave my house 7 a.m., 7.30 to head to work. But there would be times that I wouldn't get home till 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. And so, you know, I needed something that was convenient, something that I could do kind of on the go. Uh you know, if I needed to swing through a fast food restaurant or whatever, I needed to be able to grab something that was, 
you know, still kind of, you know, healthy or so. And he was like, man, just, you know, try the keto diet out and see, you know, he's like, give it 60 days, you know, he said, and try it out. And if it works, keep doing it. If not, you know, we'll try to figure something out, you know, figure something else out. And so, uh, at that time I had kind of swapped and started doing keto and, uh, man, the pounds just started melting away and they never really stopped. Uh, it's, it's definitely been the, the biggest blessing and, uh, you know, the biggest game changer of my life to date. So talk to us a little bit about what, um, during the weight loss and now that you've you've lost a, a large chunk of the weight that you have to lose uh what what physical activity are you undertaking you you say that you know you've, you've always been rather physical outside of work um and, and of course we're we're living in a COVID era still so it, it, we know that it's going to be somewhat limited but what what are you doing now on an, on an activity level well luckily here in alabama the uh the COVID restrictions aren't aren't too harsh like they are in other parts of the country. So, you know, all of our gyms are open and things like that here. So, um, I had actually done the diet alone by itself for probably about four or five months or so. Um, and never had done the first bit of exercise. And I probably lost 50 or 60 pounds in the first six months just from the diet by itself. And then, uh, Matter of fact, on June the 1st of last year, I decided to start going back to the gym. And uh, I've been in the gym every morning since. I go, I started out going about four days a week. Now I, I go five days a week, Monday through Friday. I take the weekends off to hang out with the family. And I mean, I've got an 11 year old son that wrestles. And so we're at wrestling tournaments every Saturday. Um, so I use my weekends to spend with them. And, but uh, I get up around four every morning and I go to the gym before work. So that's, I mean, that's, that's the physical activity I'm getting in now. And then other than just kind of messing around with the kids, you know, outside or playing basketball in the driveway or something like that, you know, what's been the biggest response from your family? Have they seen, I mean, obviously the physical side of, and the change, but are they seeing a happier dad? Are they seeing a more involved dad? What are they all finding? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I was always one to kind of, you know, preach about do the right thing, you know, even if nobody else is doing it, do the right thing, even if it's tough, uh, you know, and just, you know, I, I, I never wanted to be that fake person uh, that put on a smile and pretended that everything was okay, even when it wasn't. But I mean, that was kind of who I had become, you know, I I, I, I couldn't let anybody know what I was really feeling inside, you know, because I felt like my job as their father was to pretend that everything was okay, make sure that they were taken care of mm -hmm. and that everybody was happy. And, you know, I would just kind of handle myself, you know, internally, you know, as I could. But I mean, honestly, deep down, I was, I was miserable. Um, I felt bad all the time. And I mean, part of it was just laziness. You know, I, I had I had I had gotten so overweight. Things had gotten so tough. Any physical activity had gotten so tough that I had just kind of given up on the idea of doing anything. And I just I wanted to stay inside. I wanted to watch TV. I wanted to do what was comfortable. Uh, and 
you know, there was a time other than outside of, of work, you know, coaching them in sports and stuff like that. That was about to the extent that I could really get out and do anything with them. Um, and it just, it wasn't the life that I wanted to continue to live anymore. And I knew that, uh, I knew that something had to change. And the only way for me to change it was I was going to have to just, I was going to have to change my mindset to make sure that I, I was doing the things that I needed to do to be able to make sure that I could be around for them a whole lot longer than I was going to at that point. Real quick. I just want to double check something here. Um, Josh, you you said what your weight was and everything. Height um, was the the weight that you were at when you were at Universal. Was that you think the top? Um, give us a little bit of your stats, if you would, please. I'm roughly five eight, uh, and as far as my 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 biggest weight, uh, as I said a few minutes ago, I had gotten sick for about a week right when we come back from Universal. And the 315 pounds that I put in the post was the last known weight that I that I had seen. And that was when I went to the doctor to be treated for, for being sick. So I am I can only assume that while we were at Universal, because I, I didn't hardly eat a whole lot during those few days that I was sick. So I imagine I lost, a, you know, a few pounds here and there. So I can I can only think that while we were at Universal, I was 320-ish, 325 probably. Um, but yeah, 315 was the actual number that I seen on the scale the day I went to the doctor. And where are you sitting now? Where am I sitting now? Yeah, as far as body weight. Uh, right now I'm right around 190. I was 184 in the post that I had made. Um, you know, but we kind of went on vacation and, uh, you know, I, I treated myself well while we were there, I guess. Uh, but that number's starting to come down again now that I've gotten back home and, and started cleaning up my eating habits again. So a little time off plan every now and again, isn't all that terrible, especially whenever you've done so good to reach a a fantastic goal. Like there's always ways to to improve. There's always something to drive forward towards, uh, whether it be body fat or or whatever, but, um, yeah, you've got some, some good, uh, good results already and, and you know how to get them so you can just do it again. Sure. I mean, yeah, that was, uh, you know, that's always the game changer that I keep in the back of my mind is that, you know, you may fall off here and there, or, you know, ha- have a cheat meal, so to speak, you know, but, you know, you know how to get back on track, you know how to, you know, do what you need to do. And uh, so you can always come back from it. Agreed. Um, so one of the things that guys like us that, that lose a lot of weight, especially if we lose it really fast, did you experience much uh, in the way of like loose skin and things like that? Or have you stayed somewhat tight? Uh, I mean, for the most part, yeah, I've stayed somewhat tight. I do see like a, a, a small little wrinkle like in my, you know, my stomach area. Uh, but it's not anything like super crazy, not anything that I would need to go have like skin removal surgery for or anything like that. Like, I mean, I've still got some belly fat there. I've still got some love handles and stuff that I'm trying to work off and everything. So I, I can imagine, you know, over the next few years, if I, if I stay at it, you know, that'll all eventually tighten up and, and, and go away too. Do you have a a goal weight or you're just kind of rocking on and seeing what happens? 
I mean, that's that's the that's the golden question there. My wife kind of gives me that all the time to know, you know, what I want to, where am I trying to get to? And honestly, when I first started out, my my overall goal was um, I started in January. My birthday's in August. I originally wanted to lose 80 pounds by my birthday, but my overall was to try to make it one full year and lose 100 pounds in one full year. So that would be by January the 13th of this year. Uh, I actually ended up losing 80 pounds way before my birthday and ended up losing 100 pounds by, I think, like October of last year. So I had kind of beat my goals by a few months. I, I got there ahead of time. So once I had kind of gotten to those goals, I was like, okay, well, now I'm just going to keep going and just see how far I can go. Um, and so it just it happened. uh by the one year mark, I ended up, I think it was 131 pounds is what I had gotten to. And at this point now, I mean, I don't have a certain goal weight in mind as much as maybe I feel like I want my body just to look a certain way. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't have an exact number, you know, in mind. It's just, you know, like I said, I go to the gym every morning. So, I mean, I, I'm starting to see muscles that I haven't seen probably ever in my life. Uh <laughs> You know, uh, so it's just, I'm kind of just building off of that at this point. You talked about sweet tea, which is also an Indiana thing. I've got a boss that lives on the stuff. Um, when you started keto, you know, we've had guys talk about getting the keto headaches and just the, the feeling as your body's, um, evolving. How was that? How were the first couple of weeks? I mean, I know you're coming off being sick, but did you have troubles adapting right at the start? Well, uh, to kind of predate this whole issue, I had actually tried keto probably about two years before that. You know, I had mentioned my brother had actually been doing it for years and he tried to get me to do it, you know, way back then. And uh, so my wife and I decided, you know, to give it a shot and and we did. And after probably about the first week, I I caught the infamous keto flu and, uh, it was, man, I'm telling you, it was harsh. It was rough. I felt so bad. Uh, I had probably eaten 10 to 15, like, Tylenol, trying to get rid of this headache, you know, over like a 24-hour period, and it just would not go away. And um, so I kind of learned the hard way then, but at the same time, I had not had that moment to just really make me fully commit to what I was doing. So I just kind of fell off, went back to doing, you know, same old thing, eating whatever um, and stuff like that. So uh, I did catch the keto flu the first time I tried it a couple of years ago, but I'll be honest with you this time. uh, I had no side effects this time. I never felt bad. I never had any headaches. Um, I never felt sluggish or nothing like that. I don't know if maybe it was just my whole mindset changing going into this, that I, I was I was going to succeed no matter what. It didn't matter if I felt bad. It didn't matter if I had a headache. I was going to do it regardless. And uh, so I don't know if maybe the mindset kind of, you know, had something, you know, some play in it or what. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this time, I think I maybe even said it in my post, you know, it's, you know, it's had its rough times, you know, because you get around people that are eating, you know, fast food and chicken fingers and things like that. And you're like, man, you know, those would be really good to eat. Uh, you know, so those were the toughest moments. But as far as uh, as far as feeling bad going into it, and things like that, this time around, I, I really didn't have any of those issues. And I'm 
very fortunate and thankful for that because after the first time it was it was worse than any sickness I've I've ever had. You probably figured out that you need to salt things a little heavier. Than <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that yeah. helps out a lot. Um, yeah. That, I figured that one out pretty quick. Yeah. One of the things with the one on one group that we very regularly find is that we like electrolytes, electrolytes, electrolytes. They aren't. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the uh, keto gains post? They aren't an option or something like yeah, that. They're not option. It is not up for negotiation. Yeah. Not up for negotiation. Before. Yeah. Absolutely. Which I mean, and you got to admit, coming off any regular diet and you get on keto and, and you start paying attention to how much salt well that you didn't know you were consuming it at first when you're not on keto first of all but then you start mm -hmm. paying attention like you, you have to purposely salt things and then yeah. you start thinking like okay if i'm purposely salting things i'm eating gobs of fat like how is this supposed to work again <laughs> yeah yeah and see that i mean that's what i'm saying like it was a lot of people ask me about it and they get so confused because growing up you know you don't it everything is the complete opposite of you know of what keto is you know it's low fat it's you know low calorie you know things like that and then you know here you're still wanting to get you know i try to stay between 2000 to 2500 calories a day and you know you know my fats are you know well over 100 and everybody's like what are you doing and, you know, I kind of have to break it down and explain it to them and they still don't quite understand. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's very kind of, uh, confusing, I guess, when you first start off because you're always taught the traditional, you know, standard diet growing up in school and things like that. And then when you kind of flip it backwards and, and you're doing everything the opposite of what you've always learned. It, it's kind of, uh, you know, you're like, am I, am I really doing this right? Uh, but when you, when you start seeing the results from, and you're like, okay, yeah, like this, this might actually be working here. No, that's amazing. And I just don't want to gloss over the fact that something we talked about about a minute and a half ago, but, uh, we, we need to respect the fact that you sustained roughly a 10 pound a month loss for 10 months straight to lose a hundred pounds mm -hmm. and have almost no issues with loose skin that like, that is absolutely insane. And you know, mm -hmm. I'm sure genetics play a little bit in that, but whatever you were doing it, it, you did it right. And it was working. So, I mean, like I said, I just didn't want to gloss over that fact. Cause that's just nuts. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I appreciate it. I, I guess I, uh, you know, going to the gym and putting on some muscle on top of losing fat and stuff like that, I guess, helped kind of fill out the, the loose skin areas or so. I mean, maybe, I hope. The, the, uh, other, the other thing that's common attrib commonly attributed to that, uh, to helping with that is fasting. Are you doing intermittent fasting on a regular basis or anything on yeah, purpose when at I, least? Uh, when I first started, I, I was doing the intermittent fasting. So I would try to eat supper no later than seven seven thirty and then i would fast until my lunch time that's the following day which is normally around like one thirty two o'clock in the afternoon which is a very late lunch but that's just kind of how it works out you know for me when i'm at work so uh you know i would do that uh i would just pound water you know i, I drink anywhere now between it's it's nothing to get a gallon and a half a day some days, you know, I, I can, uh, depending on how hard I work out at the gym, I might get up to two gallons a day. Um, but that's really my, that's really all I drink. 
uh, is just water now. I mean, no, no Dr. Peppers, no Cokes, no sweet tea, no nothing like that. But uh, are, you, are you even a Southerner still? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to his accent. Well, yeah. Of course he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yes. just it, it, when you when you see a Southerner giving up sweet tea and Dr. And Pepper, Dr. Pepper, you know oh, no. that that's saying something. That yeah. that's seriously it's, saying it's something. It's almost killed my kids, man. Like they uh, <laughs> they love the tea too. And I mean, fortunately for them, my parents just live two houses down, so they'll run to my parents house and get them a glass of tea because i quit making it a year ago uh so i mean i guess they they still get theirs but this has been something that me and my wife have talked about you know she's been doing it too um and for roughly two years maybe two and a half years or so i mean she's lost probably 80 90 pounds herself and she's been able to maintain that for you know the last two two and a half years you know so uh uh, and it was it was always kind of an issue because a couple of years ago when she first started doing it and stuff like that, you know, like she had a lot of success, lost a lot of weight and stuff like that, was going to the gym. And honestly, that was back when I was I was very lazy. I was I mean, I almost want to say I was depressed, you know, just because of how far I had gotten into this thing. You know, I was just I was so far gone, I guess, you know, to say and. I, I knew, I knew like I was lazy. I knew that I, I mentally didn't have it in me to do what I needed to do to make those changes. And so I would make her feel bad about trying to go to the gym and things like that, you know, and like that was the worst thing I could have possibly done. You know, like she was trying to better herself and she was wanting to help me. And because I was just insecure and and what I had let myself become, you know, I I kind of feel like I dragged her down too, you know, and um, you know, but she was strong enough to keep going anyways, and she's done amazing at it. And you know, she had always kept saying, you know, I, I want you to try to do something. You know, she was like, one day we're gonna have grandkids, and I want you to be around to be able to you know, enjoy them and stuff, you know, and she's like, I want to be able to join. She, you know, Disney is our favorite place. Uh, we're going back this year and she's like, I want to be able to go on a Disney trip with our grandkids one day and not have to ride one of those motor scooters around. I can actually walk, you know, through Disney and stuff. And so she, she stayed on me pretty hard about that for a while. And, uh, you know, it, it took the whole Universal Studios incident, you know, to really sink in and, you know, once my mindset changed there, I really started thinking about my kids, my future, you know, mine and my wife's future and things like that. And that was, uh, you know, really the turning point for me. With um, the that 10 pound a month average, as Berta was talking about a little bit ago, obviously macros factor in and how you adjust your numbers and things like that. So can you kind of give us what you started at, how you figured out what you needed to take in and how you adapted over the course of the year. I'll be honest with you. Like I said, my brother was really big into keto and he had actually, um, he was actually doing diet plans and stuff like that for people and people were paying him for that kind of stuff, you know? And so he was like, here, I'm going to, I'm going to try to help you out. And so he would, he had wrote me and my wife out some, um, you know, just some meal plans and stuff like that. Uh, a couple of years ago when we first tried it out. And so I kind of, I kind of started with that 
And uh, honestly, I can't even remember what the macros were back then. Uh, I don't even know if I still have the meal plans, to be honest with you. But uh, I kind of I, I kind of started on on what he had he had given me a couple of years ago, and then just kind of played with different you know things and different foods and stuff along the way to try to you know just kind of get to where I felt comfortable. You know, as far as my carbs go, I, I, at first I started. You know, I started trying to stay below 30, 30 grams of uh, net carbs, you know, per day. And then as of now, I mean, I'm lucky to get 15 uh, a day. And honestly, probably half of those come from protein shakes that I drink. Like I drink a protein shake that's, that's got three carbs in it, you know, and I drink two, maybe three a day. So that accounts for half of what I'm taking in. Um, you know, so I, I, honestly, I don't really have any specific numbers that I followed as far as, you know, fats and, uh, things like that. You know, uh, I did get to a point to where I kind of stalled out and didn't lose any weight for probably about a whole month. And, you know, up until that point, I was used to losing something each week. Uh, and so when that happened, uh, I kind of started, you know, thinking about some things and had talked to my brother and he was like, well, you know, he, he kind of started having me run off a list of some of the foods that I, that I was eating stuff. And he was like, I think you're taking in too much fat. Let's try to drop that down a little bit. And uh, so I kind of made some adjustments from there. And then I did like a, I was going to start out with like a 48 hour fast. I had never done it before. It was, uh, I was like, I'm just going to try, you know, a fast and see if maybe that kind of you know, breaks that plateau and kind of gets me going again. And uh, the first 24 hours was easy because I was used to intermittent fasting anyways. I was going 16 hours without eating pretty much. Uh, so the first 24 hours was pretty easy. Second 48 was really miserable because uh, I was really getting hungry. And then I was like, well, I've made it 48 now. Let me just see if I can, you know, I was like, I take my lunch at two o'clock the next day. Let me just see if I can make it to my next lunch break. And so I ended up making it about 60 or 62 hours on the first fast that I had done and uh, ended up dropping like six pounds or so in like two or three days. And um, it's the only fast I've done to date. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I did that and it kind of just got the ball rolling again. And I, I adjusted my macros a little bit with the fats and stuff and the pounds just started coming off again. What, what was... Uh more noticeable for you the pounds coming off or the inches coming off at first um well i i read a lot of everybody's posts in there and some people weigh every day some people's like throw the scale away don't ever get on it um i'm one of those people that weigh myself every morning uh you know but uh i still weigh myself every morning and so i mean i obviously i could see the scale and the pounds kind of dropping off but when I looked in the mirror, I didn't really see the change yet. Uh, I noticed it more in my clothes, um, you know, to, to start with. And like you guys were talking about, um, the guy y'all give a shout out to, Justin, I think. He was talking about a belt that he had. Um, yeah. My wife bought me a belt years ago, obviously, when I was probably at my biggest. And, man, I, I could have wrapped this belt around my truck. Um, and. <laughs> Uh, but now it's kind of become like a, a symbolic thing that I keep with me. I wear the belt, the same belt to this very day. 
I'll put it on tomorrow when I get dressed for work. And I've had to cut off parts of the belt because it's gotten so long. I've had to add new holes to it. You know, just this last year, I've probably cut off over a foot of this belt. And I just, I use it just as a constant reminder, you know, to, you know, to, to stay at it. If I have to keep adding holes to it, I will, but I, I don't think I'll ever get rid of it. Yeah, I don't blame you. Hey, my belt's 20 something years old now. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I, 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 mean, I get yeah, plus the belt. It's a good belt. <laughs> it's a good belt. Um, yeah. So like, I'm going to get kind of deep here for a second, but so obviously everything you did worked extremely well for you, you know, like from what it sounds like you got, you had the best case scenario of everything. As soon as you decided to make that, to make that change, you know, you, you had, a, yeah. you had your moment, you had a brother to back you up. Uh, you kind of knew what you were doing because you had kind of a kickstart from before. And, and obviously your body just like a hundred percent agreed with it. And, and things sound like they were extremely positive right off the bat. So do you ever just like stop and think for a second, like how rare it is for all those things to line up perfectly and for you to just, in the course of a year, make such a huge transformation just because you technically had one bad moment? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's crazy when I think about it. I, I look back a lot, and uh, I, I'm still kind of shocked at how it all really happened. Um, you know, my mindset still hasn't swapped over from the guy I used to see in the mirror to the guy I see in the mirror now, like I still kind of have that same image of myself, even though obviously, I mean, I've, I've lost 130 pounds, you know, again, I've, I've, I'm, I see muscles that I haven't ever seen in my life, you know, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been the biggest blessing of my life, honestly. Uh, I mean, you know, I've, I've dieted before, you know, I've tried the whole low calorie, you know, high protein thing. I've, I've tried many different things and I've had some short term success in it. I mean, if you, any diet will work if you, you know, stick with it long enough. Um, this one has just been the one that's really worked best for me. And uh, it's it's honestly been a, a lifesaver, really. Um, things don't all like. I don't normally get that lucky, like you were saying, for everything just to kind of align the way that they did. Uh, Normally, I'm not that lucky. Like, I could go to a store and buy an entire roll of lottery tickets and lose every single one of them. I couldn't win anything. Uh, But uh, I guess I really honestly credit what happened that day and the switch that went off in my mind to how everything has kind of went since. Um, you know, before I could have, I could have tried to diet. I could have tried keto, which I had, but my mind just really wasn't truly in it. And my mind really wasn't truly committed to the process. Um, everybody jumping into a diet wants something fast and wants to see results quick. And I knew, I knew at this point, I mean, it had taken me 30 years to get to 315 pounds, it was going to take me more than, you know, a month to get to where I wanted to be. And so at that point, I had kind of committed myself to the long term. And even in my post, you know, I I talk about a diet. And honestly, the word diet just sounded so temporary. 
it sounded so short term. And I knew that what I was about to take on wasn't going to be short term. It was going to be lifelong and it, it was, it was going to be hard. But at that point, given everything that had happened, I was, I was ready to, to commit and do what it took to, you know, to get it done. Absolutely. That, um, we talk about it almost every single episode, um, in some way, shape or form that, that each, each person that we have on ourselves, we've all come to the point of realizing enough is enough. I've got to do something. And that mindset is so absolutely necessary. And, and, uh, it's a lifestyle change. It's not a diet. Oh, truly. It's a lifestyle change. And, and that's why it's worked for so many. And that's, I think, yeah. one of the things that I love about the keto community, uh, that the, the ones that stick around for longer than three weeks, is they realize that this, is, this isn't something that's just for right now. This is something that's for the long term. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned earlier a little bit about having a hard time seeing yourself as not that guy. Do you, would you attribute that to some level of, of uh, body dysmorphia? And, and if so, kind of like how... And I definitely am one of those that at least mildly has a little bit of that, where I have to to force myself to look a little bit harder and make sure that I'm seeing what I actually am now. Are you dealing with that same thing? I mean, I would say so um, on a, I want to say a small level. I mean, obviously, I mean, I've, I've, I've been overweight as far back as I can remember, even as a kid. You know, um, and so, I mean, I had just uh, always gotten used to seeing myself that way. And so now looking at, you know, my body and looking at, you know, pictures and stuff, I I, I have to kind of look a little harder, like you said, to even wrap my mind around the fact that that is actually me now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's, uh, I mean, it's definitely taken some gotten, you know, or some getting used to, I don't, I, I don't know if I've even gotten used to it, you know, uh. Um, I've, I've had people that I actually work with and I'm good friends with that I've stood right behind them in line, walked right past them and they not even know who I am because I look so different, you know, than I did a year ago. And so, um, but as far as looking at myself goes, yeah, I mean, I would say I, I am, I am to some extent, you know, dealing with, with that kind of issue. Uh, but just because it's been all of my life, you know, I've always been the big guy, the bigger guy, you know, I've always looked in the mirror and seen, you know, just a, a big guy standing there. And I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, cut up and shredded and, you know, got six pack abs or nothing like that, you know, but I mean, my body now to what it used to look like a year ago is, you know, night and day, uh, there couldn't be a further comparison, you know, in, in my mind, as far as what I'd always looked at and seen in the mirror. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I deal with that. Um, some, I mean, it's not a huge issue for me. You know, I, 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 I work with it best I can, but I, I just, I stay at it at the gym and try to kind of start cutting away at, at little things to, uh, you know, to make my body the way that I, I want it now. And, uh, it's, it's definitely been a big adjustment for sure. 
Absolutely. Um, one of the things that I remember seeing in the comments section of your of your post was, dude, you're gonna have to get some skinny jeans. You know, like yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And you said, yeah, I don't think skinny jeans, but you know, I, I do think that it is it, it's one of those things that it's worth recognizing that that in your new body shape that you can do shirts that are a little tapered or yeah. jeans that are a little more form-fitting than you know maybe not you know because the ones you had on they were they were pretty straight leg and baggy and you're like yeah. we know there's something even skinnier underneath there we can't see it though yeah. um and so we, we have these bodies now that we can show off a little bit more than than what maybe what we're comfortable with because we were so used yeah. to hiding it um hiding it everything you're exactly right yeah so um yeah I, but it's it, I, I can tell you from experience it's a little fun to get to shop in that other section of the store and get to, to try on those clothes and, and um when when you have the experience of you get the, the new jeans and you, you you put them on for the first time in front of your wife and she goes hmm not a bad feeling <laughs> that's not a bad feeling yeah. at all so yeah. um she's done most of the shopping for me sure. honestly uh over christmas man she's bought me all kinds of stuff and yeah. uh because she's trying very, to show you off man yeah. yeah yeah but uh honestly i mean it that that's been one of the biggest um i guess rewards and all of this for me has uh just being able to go and buy normal clothes again um you know you guys asked me, you know, my height and starting weight and things like that. You know, I mean, I'm five eight on a good day, and I was having to go and shop in the big and tall section because that was the only thing that could fit me. And they, you know, the big and tall section was too big, but the normal clothes was too small, so I had no choice. And you know, honestly, to be able to just go to any department store and shop for normal clothes has been, you know, it's been huge relief. It's, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely eye opening and it's, it's been a great change for sure. I know my wife loves my new style of clothes anyways. She appreciates it. Do, do uh, Southern men wear the jeans that have all the bedazzling on the back pockets? <laughs> You'll find a few of those guys around here, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not one of those. Yeah. And nothing Just against skinny jeans or nothing like that either. You know, some guys no. pull them off, but uh, I'm, I kind of like, I kind of no. like to, um, I like to have a little more room. And like those, you know, good so, deal. All uh, I gotta say about yeah, that is, is yarn has no place on jeans. <laughs> yeah, fair point. Yeah. Uh, before we let you go, you know, you've spoken a lot about working out and everything, going in five days a week in the mornings. What are you doing at the gym? What's your routine? Uh, Monday is normally my chest day. I'll do chest on Mondays. Uh, Tuesdays I do legs and back. Wednesdays I do arms. Thursday I do shoulders, and then Fridays is just a uh. I do cardio every day. Every day I, I do at least 30 minutes on the treadmill. Uh, so I get my cardio in every day. But yeah, Fridays is just a light day. Uh, because I do still have, you know, areas of fat on my body and stuff like that, especially like my upper, outer chest. Mm -hmm. I usually try to work that specifically on Fridays. And I'll do cardio and abs and stuff like that. So cardio is very big. I, I do it every single day without fail i do cardio but yeah i mean I, I don't go too heavy or nothing like that in the gym i mean i'm still trying to 
sculpts and things and stuff like that. So I try to get in, you know, about four sets of 15, you know, decent weight, nothing too heavy that I can't handle or nothing like that. But, uh, yeah, I just, I try to work all of it, honestly. I think, um, I want to wrap us up with, with this one and, and we, we kind of, we jumped it in our, our last recording and did, did, we didn't close it out. But How I think gracious this is, of you to say we. <laughs> hey, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we kind of, I think this is just a, a good way to, to close us out. And, and uh, the, the question more or less is, if you had the opportunity to talk to Josh 10, 15 years ago, 20, 30 years ago, whenever you were a kid and before any of this started, um what would you tell yourself? Would it be just knowledge or would you actually like, you know, what, what would your advice to yourself? Because, and, and the reason we ask this question is that there's somebody like you from a little over a year ago out there who needs to hear that thing. So what would you be sharing with them? My, my biggest, my biggest, I guess a bit of advice I would give myself or either anyone else out there is um, you have to fully commit yourself to anything that you're going to do, whether it's a diet, whether it's schoolwork, whether it's athletics or sports or your job or whatever, your marriage, whatever, you have to fully commit. Uh, Your mind has to be in it. And the, the right mindset has been the biggest game changer for me throughout all of this. And if I could go back 10, 15, 20 years ago, 30 years ago and tell, you know, kid Josh or even teenager Josh or whatever is, you know, get your mind right, know how to work hard, learn how to work hard, do the things, do the little things the right way, you know, stay the course. It may not always be easy, but it will always be worth it. Very, very true. Thank you so much. Well, um, how can people connect with you, uh, whether it be offline or online or, or you know, whatnot? What, what, what connection information do you, do you freely give out? We, we don't want to give out anything private, of course. Oh, well, I mean, I have my Facebook page, you know, my personal page. I mean, anybody's more than welcome to reach out there, contact me there. Uh, as honestly, as far as my phone number goes, I mean, I'm not going to give that out, but, uh, I have, yeah, I have an Instagram, but I'll be honest with you. I rarely ever check Instagram. Uh, so Facebook would probably be, or messenger would be the easiest route to take. Hey, works. That's, that's most commonly the answer. So I uh, appreciate that greatly. So, uh, that will, uh, will be great and we'll uh, we'll have a, a link to your, your profile so that people can easily connect with you um a reminder to our, our listeners once again just to uh to let you know that you can connect with us uh quite a few different ways you can get to our pages the groups uh our sponsors uh, or or products that we partner with um all through the ketomansclub.com and you can uh, access that, uh, or, or you can email us, keepamansclubpodcast at gmail.com. 
And lastly, you can also text or call 512-518-6161. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to, uh, to uh, be able to connect with you uh, on, a, on a deeper level. The other thing that we ask is that if you think that Josh's uh, story and, and what he has uh, gone through is going to be beneficial to someone else, please share this conversation with them. We would love for you to do so. And uh, for those of you listening to this episode, this was also video. We, we recorded the video, and we'll, uh, we're planning on putting it up on our YouTube channel. Uh, the link to that is on our uh, link tree as well on, on the website, so you can access that there. And uh, we're going to be doing a little bit more on the video side uh, just because there's been some technological advances, and, and we just want to bring more valuable value to, to you, our, our listeners and watchers uh, and, and community members, um, in, in what little ways we can. So uh, just things to be aware of. Any other business to attend to, Jim, Berto? Uh, one last thing that I just happened to check right now. By the time this airs, we will be above and beyond 50,000 downloads. We are at 49,868 as of right now. That is fantastic. Josh, if you put us to 51,000 by the time you're on, <laughs> we'll see you. if we can make you connect with Universal or something. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow, 50,000. I mean, uh, wow. Yeah, I mean... I would I would love somehow for for this to get to someone at Universal. I mean, not that I'm trying to get anything out of it, but honestly, I mean that day there, yeah. you know, truly saved my life. It, yeah. it really did, and I I can't tell you where in the world I would be, you know, what my weight would be, you know, had that day not happened. So that that day truly truly saved my life. Absolutely. I, I would say that when you and your family go back, you need to recreate that picture. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you need you need to be yeah. find the spot. There was someone in the, in find the group, the and I can't remember. <laughs> Who is it? I said, find the shirt. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, I've, I've got it in my closet right now. <laughs> okay. I, I, I believe, believe you're thinking, thinking of David Pereira. Thank you. There was a guy who went to, David went to Disney. Disney. And he did before and after like three or four different spots. Yeah in the park and i mean it's a night and day difference and he is loving it so please do the same thing please i'll definitely have to do it yeah we'll, we'll be there this december so uh i'll make sure i i get that picture for you guys awesome awesome thank you for your honesty and uh, your openness man much appreciated uh, no problem guys i appreciate y'all having me on very much so well that's it for this week until next week make sure to eat meat lift heavy sleep and repeat